Okay, so we are up to Daf Lamed Vav, uh, starting right from the top of the Amun, in the middle of a Gavaldiga Shiloh. And the Shiloh is whether the Kohanim are Shluchi Dirachmana or Shluchi Didan. What's the idea that a regular non Kohen brings a Kohen, brings a carbon to the Kohen? And the Kohen does the Abodah. He's the Pshat, that he's the Shliach of the owner of the carbon. And therefore, on that side of the Gemara, he's fulfilling his Shlichas for him, so then he is being Mahana, the Yisrael. And if it would be a mother Hanal scenario, then a Kohen wouldn't, in other words, where the Kohen cannot benefit, cannot provide a benefit to the uh, Yisrael, particularly there was some sort of nether between them, so then he wouldn't be able to do the Avodah for him. Or perhaps we look at it as which means that no, it's not particularly being sent by the, by the owner of the carpenter to do the Avodah. HaKadosh Baruch who places the Kohanim that they're in charge, they do the Avodah. Now the Yisrael just brings and the Kohen does it, but it's not Pshad, he's doing it for the Yisrael, in which case it would be mother for the Kohen with the mother Hana scenario to do the Avodah. That's the question. So we had a very simple Raya, because the Mishnah said that the Kohen can bring for the mother Hana, he can bring Kine Zavin, Zavos, Yoledes. So it seems very clear he could bring Karbanos. So what did the Gemara say yesterday? The Gemara said that it's different. There's a category of Karbanos called Mechusri Kapara. The category of Karbanos called Mechusri Kapara is when there's not atonement which is necessary. It's not like a specific sin offering. And it's also not a, 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 a voluntary donated carbon. It's rather a carbon which is being brought to bring Tahara to the Baila. Like a Zav, Zava, Yoledes, those are types of things where the entire essence, the purpose of the carbon is only to provide extra purity, ritual purity for the owner. Those types of kabbalahs, the Gemara said, don't need das bailam at all. Of course, there is not being done for the shlichos of the bailam. Even if you say, Kohanim didan, not by makarbanos and mechosar kapar, makarbanos and mechosar kapar, where it's only for ritual purity. It's very confusing terminology, by the way. Mechosar kapar means the kabbalahs which are brought only in order to become purity, return and eat kachim. That's the term, mechosar kapar. It's a little confusing. And it's, it's used as a contrast against carbonates, which are being brought as a sin offering or a voluntary ola or shlom or something like that. So anyways, carbonates and mechosar kapara don't need das. We saw in the apostle, that a person can even bring for his zav and zava if they're little kids. So obviously little kids are not capable of having intent for the carbon. He's bringing it without their das. So you see that there's a concept that a carbon of mechosar kapara category doesn't need das. Those types of carbonates which don't need das, that's what the mission was allowing the mother Hanat to bring. But a regular carbon which does need das, maybe in a Hanami, the mother Hanat cannot bring. So now the Gemara turns to the question, let's say the person who cannot give the Kohen, who cannot give benefit is a Kohen, he could nonetheless, he could sprinkle the Chatos offering for the owner of the carpenter, or the blood of the Asham. So here, it sounds like any Chatos, any Asham. So it doesn't sound like it's only Karbanos of Mechusar Kapar. It sounds like even a regular sin offering. In the Mother Hanas scenario, the Kohen can do it. So we say it's a Raya that Kohanim are not Shluchetitan. So the Gemara answer is no. It's only talking about one particular type of Chatos. Tam Chatos is Shom The Mitzora brings a Chatos at the end of the week. And that's not a sin. He didn't, it's not a sin offering. Even though Mitzorah sins, that's why he got Saras. But the carbon is not a sin offering. The carbon that he brings at the end is just for the ritual purity. When we speak about the Asham, again, we don't mean of a sin offering. We mean Shem Over there as well, the Pasuk says, So again, what extra word, Tairas is superfluous. And the offerings are brought, even if the Mitzorah is a minor. So again, we see the same scriptural decree. Despite the lack of intent, that's present in the minor, still we say that the carbon can be brought. So clearly there's a din in Mechusar Kapara. Again, don't need das. That's when the Kohen can bring it. Okay, here we go. Tanan, this is a lambda Here we go. It says in the Mishnah, Kohanim Shepitlubah Mikdash Kohanim, 
who were mefagel in the Mikdash. So again, what's pigle? Pigle is that while the Kohen does avoda, he thinks about eating the carbon in the wrong time frame. So what's the halacha? The Kohen's not allowed to do that. But if he does do that, he passes up the carbon. Right? So a complete, complete psul for the carbon. So what happens if the Kohen did that? Mizidin, if they did it deliberately. So now the Bailam wasn't yaitse, the carbon. They're going to have to bring another carbon. So if you think about it, the Kohen, in a sense, is a mazik. He's damaging my, my property because he messes up my carbon. He's mefagel my carbon, which causes me to have to bring another one. So if a Kohen was mefagel, if they did it, they're chayev, hashogi and peturin. The implication is that if they did it inadvertently, they're not liable. Meaning if they were shogi, they thought about the, the, the pigle here. So then they're not liable. Elshpugel and pigle, but it's still considered a pigle. Okay? It's still, in other words, the, the only difference is with the liability. But the mashmos advarim is that the pigle does, in fact, take effect. Okay? So the mashmos is that if someone, a coin, a coin is bishogeg, is mafagal the carbon, he didn't, he didn't mean to hurt anybody or anything, but Lamaisa, that's what he did. He was mafagal the carbon, it's mashma, it would become pigle, but he wouldn't be liable to pay. So now, how is it becoming pigle? Let's break this down. If you say it's that the Kohanim are the agents of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's how we understand why their pigle is a pigle. Why? Why do we understand? They're only shluchim of Hashem. Right? So maybe Hashem doesn't want them to do the wrong thing, then in that aspect they're not shluchim. Teret says no. Hashem made the Kohanim regardless of their intentions. Meaning to say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is sending is not with like a rigid thing. Like, okay, you're only it. You're only mashliach if you do what I told you to do. When Hashem, the concept of like Hashem making a shliach is like Hashem just appointed the Kohanim and gave them the power. Like God set them and set them free, right? That's the whole concept a little bit of Bechir. So, so if they're, if they're shluchim of Shammai and we understand the power of being mefagel, they can mess something up and be mefagel. We get that. But if you say the Kohanim are our agents, meaning really I'm the one who brings the Karbam. Pshad is I'm the man of the, the Kohen as a shliach to do it in my stead. So then I might be glue and pickle. Why should... When he thinks Bishogeg, why is the pickle being chal? Let the owner of the carbon tell the coin. Yes, I made you my shliach. And the understanding is I only made you a shliach for the extent that you would do things that are good for me. But when you step out of line and you're deviating from what the carbon should need, clape that, you're not a shliach. And therefore what? If clape that, you're not a shliach, so then, then the pickle shouldn't take effect. So what the, what's the Gemara's kasha? The Gemara's kasha is... When a Kohen is being mafagal b'shogeg, it's mashma in the Mishnah that he's not, he doesn't have to pay, but the pickle takes effect, right? In other words, the carbon's no good. What we're saying is that if the Kohen is our shliach, the pickle shouldn't even take effect at all. Elamai Zeraya, that the Kohenim are the shluchim, not of us, but rather of Shemayim. Now, there's a mayurdik akasha here from Rana, mayurdik shakavataya. If you notice, the Gemara is only advancing his question on the case where the Kohenim were mafagal b'mezi. I'm sorry, b'shogeg. The whole diag wasn't. They did it bishogeg. The pigle is pigle, but they're potter. In that case, how is a chal? What about the whole essence of pigle? Let's say bemezid. The whole concept. Why doesn't the gemara ask from the very notion of pigle? How could a kohen ever be mafakal? It sounds like the gemara is only coming from the mishnah where we did it bishogeg and it's chal. Why bishogeg? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's the nafkimin of bishogeg and bemezid? Zok the ran di baramasvo ela iamet bishulcho. The ran says a maridika thing. If they do it bemezid, there's another principle that we have to think about. There's an idea that even if something is not mine and it doesn't belong to me, but if I do a maisa, if I do a maisa with it, then I'm able to answer it even though it doesn't belong to me. Let me give you an example. Let's say somebody goes over and bows down to your, your animal, right? It bows down to your thing. It doesn't become avodazara. Bows down to your table. It doesn't become avodazara. Who are you to answer my thing? But let's say you take my animal and you slaughter it to an avodazara, it does become maser. What's the chilek? What do you mean? Who are you to answer my thing? The answer is, if you didn't maisa, 
that put your iser into it through an action, action can take effect. You can answer someone else's property through a maisa. That's the iser. Zokteran, <clears throat> when the Kohen is being mafago, he's doing a maisa because he's doing the avoidah on my thing, whatever step of the avoidah he is up to. And he's thinking in that moment the bad thought. So he's doing ayyadeh ma'isa, he could passel up my carbon even if he doesn't have the kayak of shlichas. Even if it's not that he's doing a kilo, I did it. Stam, he's a, he's a random person. But all the ma'isa, davashen shalah, ayyadeh ma'isa. But frakti gemara, that's all good if he's intending to do that. But if it's only being done b'shoigig, so then he's not intending ta'at, he's not intending to do that. There we could have the kasha. You can't say it on the ma'isa, davashen shalah, ayyadeh ma'isa, when he's doing the b'shoigig. There you could only say the pshat is, it's as if I'm doing it. So there the Gemara is asking that, that I should be able to say, I only made you a shliach to help me, not to hurt me. So the Velt says, you see from here the most yusaydistic thing in Piggle. This is one of the very famous Ron and Kutcher. Why? Pasha, you learn that Piggle is a th- it's, it's all about the coin's thought. He's not answering b'maysa. What was the Ron saying? What do you mean I The problem is not the avayda that he's doing, the problem is the thought that he's doing. He happens to need only think only the issue is only an issue of thinking when you're doing a maisa of the avayda. But the problem is not the maisa. It's not like shechting my annual avaydazar where the isra is in the shechita. You see from here the velt says no that the pshat is that the thought of pigel it defines the maisa avayda and it's the maisa avayda which answers very very that we see maybe in Ram. I'll call upon him. The Gemara is asking, when he does it for Shogeg, it's Piggle, just your potter. Why should it be Piggle? He should say, I only made you a shleah to help me, not to hurt me. Says the Gemara, Ami Shanagabi Piggle. Piggle is different. Even though the Kohenim are not our agents, clape the thoughts, the Piggle is still chal. It should not be thought to him. Mikomakom, the Pasuk is saying, in any way, we're learning of a Magrav that the Kohenim has a right or has a power to be Mephagal, despite the fact that he's not a shleah. Meaning he's not only a shleah on the, on the, uh, the Avoidah. But somehow, he has the power to be mafagal, the Torah says, even if, if, if Lugabi, what he's thinking, he doesn't have the capacity of shlichas. Now we go back to what we said before. We said all carbonus require das, meaning no one can bring a carbon for you, for you just randomly, except for kapar. The types of carbonus are about ritual purity. Again, we found that for Zava, Zava, little kids, you can bring a carbon for them. What about a regular chatas chilev? Chatas chilev is an example of a chata, of a sin offering. Right? You can't eat forbidden fat. If you do, you bring a carbon. So no, you should be allowed to bring a chatas for your friend. Meaning your friend sin, you should be able to bring a carbon for him. Sharei, Adam, maybe al ishto show to Yuda. We learned yesterday that Rabbi Yuda said that a person commits in the ksuba to bring carbonos for their wife. If their wife can't bring carbonos, they commit. So poshidim, that means any type of carbonos. Meaning to say... Let's say a woman was deranged and she, and then she, be, and she has a chi of karman chatas, but she's deranged and she can't bring it. According to Rabbi Yudah, the husband would bring it for her. That's what we learned yesterday. A person commits in the ksuba to bring karbanos for the woman when she can't. So, so that should be a raya, that even a regular sin offering doesn't need das. Why do we always say that a sin offering requires das and if I bring a carbon for my friend, it's nothing? Says the Gemara, because the halacha, the premise that you were assuming is wrong. It's not true that a person can bring a sin offering for their wife. Regarding the wife who became deranged and you want to assume you can bring a carbon for her, what exactly do you think the case is? If she ate the chilev when she was insane, she's not obligated in anything, right? She's, she's exempt. She doesn't have mitzvahs enough errors if she's deranged. She ate it when she had a lucid mind. So she sinned. 
and then she became insane and cannot bring the carbon. And you're assuming that you have to bring the carbon for her, but that's simply not true. said the following: and they were clear-minded, and then they were mafresh carbon. They separated a carbon. Then they became insane. And then they regained their sanity. Someone is obviously suffering from a mental illness. What's the halacha apostle? Even after they regain their, their, their sanity, they don't bring the carbon. Why? There's a, car, there's a Muslim in Karbanos that once it was pushed away and rejected, it's forever rejected. What's Rabbi Yochanan saying? Person was mafresh carbon when, when everything was regular. Then they had the, the mental illness and they became deranged. In that moment, the carbon became disqualified because you don't bring Karbanos for deranged people, even though they sinned when they were, had a lucid mind. So now, even if they regain their sanity, you don't bring it from them, such Rabbi Yochanan. Because once it's pushed away, it's pushed away forever. Al-Kopanam, what's Mavur from Rabbi Yochanan? That you don't bring carbonos for people who are deranged, even if the sin happened when they had a lucid mind. So the whole premise that we were saying is that a person brings a carbon for his wife, a chatzas the whole thing is not true. That's the Gemara's answer. It's never a case. If she ate it when she was deranged, she's not obligated. If she, if, if she ate it when she had a clear mind, then she became deranged, same thing. You don't bring a carbon for them. So the kids are, it's not true, and that's why we end up to bring a chatas, you need intent. There's no such thing as bringing a carbon chatas for your friend. So another carbon. Let's say carbon pasach. Can I bring carbon pasach for my friend? Normally we assume not, right? But why? Why? Because you need intent. Why? What happens when your person brings a carbon pasach for the family, including for sons and, and, daughter, and, and his daughters who are minors, right? They don't have any das, they don't have any legal consent. And the Gemara is assuming we know that that's true because what does the pasach say? The pasach says in Parshas Bo, is a set for the house. So a set for the house means that your whole family is allowed to eat from the carbon. That means even your sons and daughters can eat from the carbon. Now, what does that mean? They're part of the carbon. How are they part of the carbon? Because you, you brought it for them, but they didn't have das. LMI, what do I see in the din of celibis? That, that, that a person can bring uh, a carbon pesach for kids without their intent. So that now, according to Rabbi Yochanan's line of reasoning, that should reflect that carbon pesach in general doesn't need das. And there should be halach that if I bring a carbon pesach for somebody else, I'm yaitzik. Why did Rabbi Lazar say that's not true? So if Rabbi Yochanan's line of reasoning is right, whenever you can bring a carbon for kids, that means you don't need intent, you can bring it for somebody else. So why is that not true by carbon pesach? Omar, Rabbi Zerah, very easy to stick a din here. You might remember this from Sachem Peiches. The din is selavesavos, which means that you bring for ketanim is not a daraisa. What does that mean? It's not a daraisa. What is the Gemara trying to say? Pashit, you learn there are so many different pshatim here. The Rishonim, but one pshat that the Rishonim say is that the requirement for them to become nimnin ala pesach that they can only partake in the carbon pesach if they were uh, if they were registered and their carbon was brought for them is not true. Meaning to say, the Torah is saying that they're able to partake in the carbon Pesach despite the fact that they're not registered and the carbon wasn't brought for them. It's not shot the Torah is saying you can bring the carbon for them even though they don't need Das. The Torah is saying something else. The Torah is saying you bring the carbon only for people who have Das, bring it for yourself. Then you can come home and you can have your kids eat it even though the carbon wasn't for them, even though they're not in the Mala Pesach. That's the Pashab Shad in the Gemara. Now, it's very schwer because there's an Isser in the Torah of eating from a carbon Pesach when you're not Nimna Ala Pesach. So what's the Pshat? So Rabbi Shonim say, yeah, it's exerus akasu. <laughs> like, what do you want? Selavayzalus, right? Selavayz, it's fine. Other Rabbi Shonim say, no, lamda shatayich. The din that you can't eat when you're not nimna ala pasach is only if you could be nimna ala pasach. If a kid who has no das and he can't be nimna ala pasach, so for him, the Torah is saying selavayzalus, selavayz. They're included even without das. But there's a very bavos to taisus. Taisus shita is different. Taisus shita is that out the mitzvah from chinuch, you're allowed to give to the kids even though they're not nimna. Meaning to say, really, nachanan, really. The Torah is just saying, come, you come home and you share it and you're sharing them tray food. 
Because you're not nimna al Pesach and you're not allowed to eat if you're not nimna. But what's the pshat? You're allowed to do it as as chenach. That's what Taisa seems to say. Why? Because chenach pasuk is only drabana. What does that even mean? Here we're understanding what the din of Salabayas is. What does that mean? Al chenach you give him. Hold raid and what the pshat and the Taisa says min chenach and others. Meshachachma famously said that even though the, sometimes the gedarim of chenach are only drabanan, but the idea, the notion of chenach is a daraisa. He says the very Judaism, Judaism is all about children. There is nothing else to what Judaism stands on. Why was Avram Avinu chosen uh, that, to go through Yitzchak and not everyone else? The Pasuk says. That's why we are here today. We are here today because Avram Avinu was able to be Machan Yitzchak. That's the answer. That's it. That is the very, like the pedestal of Judaism. It's not a mitzvah in the Torah because it doesn't have to be a mitzvah. That's what we are. We are people who train our kids. That's just simply definitive of what we are. So based upon that, the muzug of chenech is a daraisa. So if technically a kid doesn't have da'as, we can't be a from Kavan Pesach, but the Torah still says, Se'elabayis, you're going to share Kavan Pesach. There's going to be kids at your Seder. Why? Because that's chenech. That's what this is is. Very, very interesting and great. How do we know this? That Salavei doesn't mean you're bringing it for them. It just means you could share it with them anyways. It says in the Mishnah, I'm doing it for whoever shows up first. Meaning he tells the kids, whichever one of you gets to Yerushalayim first, you're going to be the one I'm shechling for. Once that kid sticks his head into Yerushalayim, so he acquires it. So then he acquires portions for all his brothers. So what does that mean? That it's a biblical requirement to be nimna, and just the pshat is the father does it for his kids. Here, the, what did the father say? He's doing it for the for the kid who comes first to Yerushalayim. How does it get to? How, what does that mean? The kid comes to Yerushalayim and is mezaka all of his other brothers. You can't be mezaka after. What does that mean? The father said, "I'm shuffling it on behalf of whoever shows up first. The prizer says, "What the Mishnah says? What the kid shows up first, it's his, and then he gives it to all his brothers. What does that mean?" Uh, so, 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 LMI, you see from here that there's no real need for the carbon to be shafted for them. LMI, what are you going to ask? And then why did the father say anything? So why did the father say, I'm shafting if whoever comes first, if really what's going on is that they don't have to be shafted for them? He's just trying to be mizars them to show up quick to Yerushalayim and encourage them to, to be excited about mitzvahs. You could bring home the carbon Pesach even if you didn't think about any of them. You see that way in a bride as well. It says, My side, there was a story where the father made this declaration. What happened was that the daughters came before the sons. And it was found, the daughters were zealous, and the kids were lazy. So the bride wasn't saying that the kids can't eat from the carbon. It just said that the, the daughters were, were, were zealous and the kids were not. So you see that the whole Indian here was just about being lazy or not. It was not an Indian about whether they were able to actually partake in the karma. So bottom line, the maskana selva yisavos lavda arayis and maritiki yisoyed from the Gemara. It's not pshat. A person brings the karma pesach on behalf of his children. He brings it without the das of his children. And uh, it's just, and you don't, you never see a carbon could be brought without somebody's das. And that's why we end up someone's being mafresh pesach for their friend. It is nachal. So the Gemara vayit every time is trumosov alumdish asogi and truma here. A little introduction to the Gemara. Very important. Again, our Mishnah said. That uh, in the mother on scenario, Reuben can't get Hanaf from Shimon, and Shimon can still take off Truma and Meiser for Reuben. Right? That was the idea of the Mishnah. Now, <coughs> Truma is a, is a power, it's an action that a person does. It's a chalais, right? It's something you do. It needs a das, it needs intent. So if I have the tr- decree, all the pile, I'm supposed to be ma'afr shachelik from it for the con, right? That's the basic idea. Could I do that through a shliach? Yes, that's a gemara. That's actually one of the makarim of shlichas. The Torah says, Tarimu gam atem. So what's the gam atem? Atem gam the gemara says. Even your agent can be mafresh truma. So you appoint an agent to be mafresh truma for you. You tell him, go over to my stuff and take off to five apples and be mafresh the truma for the coin. It is chal. 
That's the din. But in, it's the din you need shlichus. That's what the Torah says. Shliach has to do it according to your das. Okay, that's the basic, very basic yisay. Another important basic yisay. There's a concept called zochim la'adam shalabafan. Familiar with the concept? That means even if somebody didn't appoint you to do a shliach, wasn't didn't tell you to do something for him. Let's say there's a lost item in the street and you want to pick it up for your friend. How do you pick it up for your friend, right? I, that should be kind of not, not and then give it to your friend. I want to pick it up and make a kenyan that he's the owner now. I could do that. What's up, Shad? He wasn't Mamani Mishliach. How did I make that happen? How did it become his? The Teretz is, that if I'm doing something good, that's beneficial, it's clearly beneficial for my friend, we would know that he would want it to happen, then it says, if he made a Mishliach to do it, even though he didn't make a Mishliach. Now, I'm explaining the way that Shliach works. That's when we're over here showing him understand. Shliach is mitam Shliach. Meaning it says, if you're a Shliach, even though I wasn't appointed a Shliach. That's like the basic idea. But as we're going to see in our Gemara, even though we say Shliach works mitam Shlichos, it's not literally as if there's a shliach in front of us. It's a different power, shliach. Okay? Power of shliach is there. So let's, again, let's recap. There's a din, you have mafish truma. A person has to be mafish truma from their stuff. They can be mafish truma through shliach, the Torah says. There's another power called zechiah. Zachal adam shalobafanam. If something is good for somebody, clearly good, then you can do it even though you weren't appointed as a shliach. Even though that works as if you were a shliach, it's not mamish shlichas. It's something a little bit different. Now let's approach the Gemara. Somebody wants to take off Truma from his own stuff in order, to be, in order for it to be Chal and his, friend, and his friend's stuff. So what does that mean? My friend has 100 apples. I want to go over to my apples, which are already totally Chulin, and say as follows. I want these to be Truma for my friend's stuff. So I'm saying that my apples should become Truma and exempt my friend's stuff. So basically, let's think about what you're doing here. You're being Mizaka, really, your stuff to be truma for your friend's stuff. You're basically combining your apples to be with his Cree, his pile, and therefore your designation of them should be truma should take effect on his pile. So you have to be able to be making truma from your, from your apples before him. From your apples for him means you have to have the power to be giving over your apples towards his truma, okay? Towards him. That's the way he's trying to work. So does that work? If he didn't appoint me to do such a thing, do I need his consent before that can work? Oh, lower, perhaps it doesn't need his, his consent. So what's the shayla? How would that work? I'm not a shliach. The way it would work is, but what's the gemara shayla? Is it really good for him? Me, I'm reading, keeping this close to Lotins is very good. Why wouldn't you want that, right? Great for me if I'm the Balakri because then I don't have to waste some of my apples for Truma. My friend took off his apples to be Truma for my stuff. I just come home and great, I'm good to go. I can eat all the apples myself. I don't have to give any to the coin. So since this is close, let's start with the Ass. So through the power of Zachia, my friend can be ma for Truma from his own stuff to Patramat. Hey, it's my mitzvah. Maybe a person would rather do the mitzvah themselves even if it costs them money. So it's a very balabatah shashayla. Is it good for a person? Some people might say, hey, I saved money today, great. Other people might say, you stole my mitzvah opportunity. I'm not so happy with what you did. So since it's not clear over here, that's the suffix in the Gemara. Is it considered as close? Again, the suffix is a balabatah shashayla. <laughs> with a lot of them that's going to happen today. But the yisoy of the shayla here is really a shayla out in the, in the balabatah guide. Is it considered good for a person, beneficial, to receive that, oh, he was ma'afashtrimah from his stuff to patrimah. What did the Mishnah say? In the mother Anna scenario, Reuven cannot have enough from Shimon. Shimon is still able to be Mavish Truma and Miser for Reuven. But what did it say? With his consent. That's the word the Mishnah used. So what's the case? We have to clarify. Whose produce is being used to become the Truma? And what does it mean, his consent? Right? Those are two things which are not clear when you read the Mishnah. So the Gemara works it through. And then we'll get to our proof. 
If you say the truma is being, again, I'm going to give names. I think it's easier. Reuven can't get Hanaf from Shimon. Reuven has the pile of apples and Shimon is being Mafra's truma. So if it's from the owner of the pile and that's going to pot to the rest of the pile. So Shimon wants to go over to Reuven's pile, take some of the apples for the other apples. Well, the dots of the man, in which case, what would it mean that it only works with Ruvain's dots? It would mean, in the today, it better be Ruvain's dots, because if it means Shimon's doing it without Ruvain's dots, man, who made him an agent? Clearly, you can't do that. Shimon can't go over to Ruvain's apples and start being Mafish Truma from Ruvain's apples without Ruvain's dots. That's a din of It's only working through the power of Shlichas. If it didn't appoint him to do it, if Ruvain didn't consent, of course, that's not going to work. It's not going to become Truma. Elo, the Vaita, the Valkyrie. Elamai, what are you going to tell me? It would mean Shimon can go over to Ruvain's pile of apples with Ruvain's consent, meaning with Ruvain's appointment of Shlichas, and then Shimon can take off the apples that Ruvain told him to take off. But the problem is, there's no way that the Mishnah would allow that. If you're doing the shlichas, if you're doing the bidding of what Ruvain told you to do, then you're benefiting Ruvain. If Ruvain told Shimon, I want you to go over to my pile and take off three apples to pot to the rest, that's for sure forbidden in the mother Hanal scenario. If Shimon cannot be Mahana Ruvain and he's fulfilling his shlichas, that is textbook Mahana. Fulfilling someone's shlichas is the worst type of ahana. That's what we saw previously by the Shlichah of Kohanim. Even though he's not giving him new money here, it's not like that, but he's being mahana him, he's benefiting him by fulfilling his shlichas. The Kavit Shlichuse. So it cannot be that Shimon is taking off a truma by going to Ruven's pile and taking some of Ruven's pile. Because the only way that would work would be if Ruven was mahana him as a shliach. Without shlichas, it wouldn't work. And if it's a shliach, then, Ruvain, then Shimon is benefiting Ruven. So that cannot be the case. Rather, what the Muslim in the Mishnah be permitting for Shimon to take off from his own stuff to Pater Ruven's stuff. That must be the, the shot. And then we can start understanding that it's not happening through Shlichas. But wait a second. The Mishnah said, and with his consent. Whose consent? If you say that Ruven appointed Shimon a Shliach to do that, that's what the Mishnah means with his consent, meaning that Ruven knows about it. Meaning Ruven told Shimon, Please do me a favor. Take off your own stuff in order to potter mine. So he's a shliach. Come on, Then Vaita, we have the problem. There's no way Shimon would be allowed to do it, even though Shimon's using his own produce. But if Shimon is doing it through the bidding, through the agent of Ruvain, Ruvain told him to do it, that's being Mahanahim. Again, that's a Hanacha that the Gemara will not budge from. If you're doing something Bashlichas of somebody else, you're doing something somebody else instructed you to do, then that's for sure. Come so if Ruvain told Shimon, I want you to, to take off your stuff to Patamine, that for sure can't work. What the Mishnah means is Shimon can take off his own produce, to Pata Ruvain's produce, and he's doing it from his own idas, meaning Shimon's doing it on his own. That's what the Mishnah means. That's what the Mishnah is saying. I'm removing Truma on my own stuff in order to Pata my friend's stuff, and I'm doing this from my mind. I wasn't told to do this by Ruvain. Now very good. If you say that that could only work if Ruvain told him to do it, then we'd be doing his You see from the Mishnah that it's happening without Ruvain knowing about it. <coughs> it's happening only through the power of and therefore he's not benefiting him because A, he's using his own produce and B, he wasn't told to do it. He's doing it on his own. Therefore, it's a raya that's, that you could use the zakhat amshalobafanov to take off from your produce to potter his stuff. That's what the Gemara says. Very, very gishmaka stuff. Now, Ron just boils, but it makes one important point. Why is the fact that you're using your produce to exempt his produce, why isn't that itself hanav? Why is the Gemara saying the only issue hanav would be if you did it through his shlichas? What about the fact that you saved the money today? 
The answer is saving someone money is not giving them benefit. That's what we learned before with Hanan. You could pay off somebody's debt. Remember, it's only a gram of Hanan. It's indirect benefit. Fulfilling someone's shlichus is direct hana. That's forbidden. But here, if we're saying that he's doing it through the power of Zohan and, Rav, Rav, and Ruvain doesn't know about it, Shimon's taking off from his own produce to pot the Ruvain stuff. Ruvain doesn't know about it. If that's working through Zohan, that's kishmak. Ah, because of Shimon's actions, Ruvain has more money. Doesn't make a difference. That's indirect hana. That is permitted. So let me just go over what happened here. The Gemara is a shayla if, if, if in general you can use Zohan to use take off Shimon from your own stuff to pot to your friends. Is it close or not? The Gemara is being arrived from our Mishnah. The Mishnah said, then in the mother on Nasanair, Reuven can't have enough from Shimon. Shimon could be Chumafish, Chumas, and Maestros for Reuven Ladaita. The Mar is saying there's no way that means that Shimon could take off from Reuven's stuff for Reuven because the only way that could work is if Reuven was Mamana Shimon a Shliach. If he didn't, wasn't Mamana Mashliach, it cannot work. There's no other way. If he made was Mana Mishliach, then it should be also for Shimon to do it to Ruvain. Elamai, the Pshad is where Shimon's taking off from his own stuff to Pata Ruvain, and you see from here it doesn't need Shlichas, he didn't tell him to do it, and he's going to be working through Zachin, and you see it's a Raya that it can work. Now, to be sure, them all make this point here. It's a very hard point. You see that Zachan Adam Shalabafanov here isn't considered that you're, you're, you're giving him Hanah through the Zachan. Again, if you, if you were appointed a Shliach to do something and you did it, you're giving him Hanah, you're filling his instructions. But when it's Zachan, you're doing it without him telling you to, know, to do it, then even though it's working out Shlichas, again, how does Zachan work? Zachan is a power that it's Mitam Shlichas. But even though it's Mitam Shlichas, you're not giving him Hanah on the fact that you're Zachan. Because the only I know of, of, of shlichas is that you are following someone's instruction. If you weren't instructed to do it, you just naturally have the power to be his agent. That's not an act of benefiting it. That's one very hard point which we see in the Gemara. Another very hard point in the Gemara, which is telling you all the Ray tried real regalachas, is that why can't I use Zachin from my friend's property and his own property? The Gemara is Mavur, that the case has to be that Shimon's taking off from his stuff on Ruvain's stuff. Why? Because if he was taking from Ruvain's stuff for Ruvain's stuff, then that can only work with Shlichas. Why not? Maybe it could work with Zachin. Maybe it's, I'm, I'm just going over to Ruvain's stuff. Ruvain doesn't know about it, and I'm using Zchia to take off Ruvain's stuff for Ruvain's stuff. So to be sure, in Vaisai, Zachin doesn't help on someone's stuff for his own stuff. A lot of the famous Nusuch that the Ksais teaches up in the, in the Rajma is, Zachin lit Adam Amrinan. Zachin may Adam Amrinan. I can do Zachin to give something of mine and give it to somebody. But I can't use Zachin to, to like do a favor for somebody. Like I can't use Zachin to go into his own produce and take some of it for Trimal for the rest. That's not, there's no Zachin for that. That's either Shalichas or nothing. I can only use Zachin that I can take from my stuff in order to pot to my friend's stuff. That's the way that our Gemara is assuming the Mishnah meant. Zach the Gemara. <clears throat> That's not the case. The case is that Shimon is taking off for Ruvain. Ruvain stuff, ah, you were asking that what he has to do that through Shlichas, and if it's Shlichas, he's giving him Hanah. The owner said a very vague statement whoever wants to come and take off Truma can come and take off Truma. That's the case. He gave instructions, but it wasn't specified to the person. He gave instructions whoever wants to come take off Truma can come and take off Truma. So that whoever can now, anyone who wants to go and take off Truma could do it. But you wouldn't say that any particular person is fulfilling the instructions of the person because it wasn't them particularly who was told to do it. So therefore, that's the case. Ruben said, whoever wants to come take off Trimah for my stuff can come and take off Trimah. Shimon hears that and he goes and he takes off Trimah. He's not being ma'ana him because it wasn't particularly him who was instructed. But the Trimah is still chal because Ruben said it could happen. Says the Gemara related question. Assuming you could take off Trimah from your own stuff to pot to your friend's stuff. Assuming that you're using Zachim the Adam for... For what? To be ma'afir shrimah from your stuff on your other own stuff. Or, or maybe you're a shliach. If you hold that zog, it's not as close. If you were appointed a shliach. But bottom line is, you're taking from your stuff to pot to your friend's stuff. Who has the right to decide which coin to give it to? There's always a right when, when you have shrimah, right? That obviously goes to the coin. But you have a right to decide which coin to give it to. 
And if you think about it, that has the value to it because Cohen feel indebted to you. You does you you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. You give me the trauma, maybe you know I'll do something for you one day. So so it has real value to us. I know. So if I was mavrish the produce to pater your stuff, who has the right to decide which Cohen the produce the 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 the, the should go to me? I mean, do we say allowed to bear the not for these guys' produce, which became trauma? Me then the owners. Uh, a pile wouldn't have been fixed. So meaning it's obviously the one, the, 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 the one who took off Truma who should have the right to decide. No, if not for the heap, not for the pile of, of untied stuff, this stuff couldn't have been Truma. So it should be to the owner of the grain because the only way that your stuff is Truma now is because you were mafish for me, right? So it's, my, it's me who really would mean that your stuff is Truma. Therefore, I should have the right to decide. So we say, look at the pasuk. Come across called Tfuas The pasuk says that it's mentioned next to the planting over here that was mentioning. So we say that the owner of the pile gives to the truma to the coin of his choice. He gets the tavasana, not the one who was mafish truma, the one who had the pile, <coughs> the one that was hufrash four has the right to decide, not the one who took off. Says the Gemara Isve, what about our Mishnah? The Mishnah said when when Reuven can't get off from Shimon. Still it said to our Mishnah Shimon could take off stuff. For, uh, uh, for 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 Ruvain, so we go through the same thing. Right? If you say that the tovas hana is for the balakri, so meaning when Shimon is taking off truma, he's giving Ruvain tangible value. Why? Because now Ruvain will have the right to decide which coin to give the to, to give the truma to. So he's giving him a new item of value. Bishlam, if you would say that what that Shimon has the right to decide which who the coin to give it to. So when Shimon takes off takes off the truma for Reuben, he's not giving him an item of value. Now the Gemara is obviously assuming that the case is Shimon was taking off from his stuff for Reuben. So the Gemara Amri Lo really The case is that Shimon is taking off from Reuben's stuff for Reuben from Reuben's stuff. There it's clear that Reuben's going to have the right to decide. And it's just the case. The way it worked is that Reuben said. Whoever wants to come and take off Truma can take off Truma. So therefore, even though, uh, in, in, and in this case, where, where Ruvain, it was Ruvain's stuff on Ruvain's stuff, Ruvain clearly is going to have the right to Tovasana, but Shimon didn't give it to him because it was Ruvain's stuff. Our old case where it would have been Hanah is where Shimon was taking off from his, his stuff to Pata Ruvain. Then if I'm giving you the Tovasana from it, I'm giving you an item of, of new value. But here, if, once we explain the case is that Shimon is taking off Ruvain's, from Ruvain's produce on Ruvain's pile, so then he's not giving him a new item. Says the Gemara Tashma. So, how bottom line is what's the halacha? Shimon takes off from his stuff to Pater Ruvain, who has the right of Tovas. No, number of all reveal from Maktish Mosef Chomish. If someone is Maktish an animal to be to, to, for somebody else, whoever was Maktish the animal adds the fifth when he redeems it. What we're talking about here is that uh, the halacha is if you're Maktish like to Hektish. So, if if you are Pode, you have to add an extra fifth. If somebody else is Pode, they don't. So, what if I was Maktish something for you? I was Maktish an animal you were going to use as a carbon. So, then what's the law? If I redeem it, I still have to add the fifth. Even though I did it for you, but I was the Maktish, I have to add the fifth. A miskaper osetimura. Very similar thing. Let's say I'm Maktish, an animal for you. Who is the owner of the animal, of the karba now to make Tamura? Tamura is, I say, this animal should be switched with this animal, right? It's the power of making Tamura. So the owner of the carbon has that power. Who is the owner of the carbon? If Reuben was Maktish or carbon for Shimon, who has the capacity to make Tamura? We say it's not the Maktish, it's the miskaper. If Reuben was Maktish for Shimon, then Shimon is the bilum from the carbon. And now, and finally, our thing, if Shimon takes off Truma from his stuff to Pater Ruvain's, the Tovasana is Shalom, the separators. So we actually come out with Maskana that the right of the Tovasana is for the one who was Mafresh the Truma, not for the one that the Truma was separated for.